This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers Web Zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. Now, the trade deadline is 12 days away. And as again, as, as 49er fans, we've kind of looked around it. Is there another way for the 49ers to upgrade? This isn't a question about whether Kirk Cousins will end up in San Francisco. We know that that ship has sailed. Thankfully, we don't have to talk about that anymore. But our guy Bobby Sala out there in New York really needs a quarterback. And I know that there has been talk of whether or not Minnesota could trade Kirk Cousins. It sounds like Kirk has come out and essentially kind of quashed all those and said he wouldn't waive his no trade. Is is that true? And and if if Kirk isn't going to be a, a trade piece, uh, does Daniil Hunter get moved? Are there pieces on this team that you think will be gone by by the, the time the trade deadline ends? Yeah, I do get the sense that Kirk Cousins is not waiving his no no trade clause. So I don't think that trade to New York's happening. The, the Schefter report from ESPN basically used the term unforeseen circumstances as a way to couch like there's absolutely no Never chance hell that it's yeah. happening. Mm-hmm. Um I, this is, again, this is conjecture, not reporting, but my, to me, the unforeseen circumstances is if Brock Purdy suffered a huge injury and Kyle Shanahan was like, I got to have my guy. Um, I don't think that's happening. Um, God forbid, I hope it doesn't because I just said it. And I think the 49er fans would (laughs) would kill me if if something happened to Brock Purdy this weekend. We'll edit it out. There'll be no proof. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We'll take care of it. Um, But no, I don't foresee him getting traded. Um, I think he'll, finish out his contract here and then try and latch on somewhere else. Um, anyone who watched the quarterback special on Netflix this off season, I think you can get the sense that he likes his family time. He likes to be grounded. And as far as mm-hmm. knowing where his family is going to be, 
um, day in, day out, week in, week out. I don't think he'd do well um, just parachuting to New York for three months. I don't think he'd pull his kids out of school uh, to do that. I don't think he'd yeah. move his wife, Julie, to do that. So I don't think he's getting traded. Um, even if there was a deal, I don't think he'd say yes to it. I do think Daniil Hunter is someone who is definitely on the table. Um, it makes sense. If you're a contender and you need a pass rusher, well, he is tied for the league league in sacks. And mm -hmm. I think he's a, a special player who had two years where he struggled with injuries. Um, and I think had he not had those injuries, he'd probably be someone who had a long-term contract, had been extended, um, but he wasn't. The injuries kicked the can down the road with the contract discussion. And, and we hit kind of a, you know, an inflection point last off season where he signed that one year deal. But if you're going to lose Daniel Hunter for nothing next year, because of your cap constraints heading into next off season, um, I think it would make sense to get what you can from him at the deadline. The only thing that could hinder that, I think, is if the Vikings can pull off the upset on Monday Night Football, if they mm -hmm. can parlay that into a victory at Lambeau the following week. Um, but if they get rolled, like I think they could this week, and they lose to, to, to the Packers at Lambeau, um, I think all bets are off and you, and you could see him get moved. I was just going to ask about compensation. You know, if they let him go, I mean, they, they could be in line for a third round comp pick, but again, that wouldn't be until 2025. Mm -hmm. So are you thinking that pretty much anything in terms of draft capital in 2024 could get it done or does it need to be like a third round pick or higher? Uh, I think, I think 2024 draft capital probably means more to this team right now. Um, mm -hmm. just with the way they're trying to build this thing. Um, but yeah, I, I, that's a good point that they could just wait it out. But I, I really do think that it's been coined a competitive rebuild here. Mm -hmm. I think it's looking more rebuildy than competitive -y right now. Um, so you'd <laughs> want more picks on the front end than kicking that can down the road an extra year. Yeah. Gotta love that. If you're Justin Jefferson, right. We're doing a competitive <laughs> rebuild. That's, that's, yeah. that's a little, that's a little scary. You know, with Cousins, not that I want to spend the whole time on him, but he's just kind of like to me, and you're kind of in purgatory with him. Like you said, he's a he's not a bad quarterback. And when you look at some of the play this year, he's certainly, you know, maybe a top 15 guy. He's kind of in that Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, you know, where you're kind of in limbo. You're kind of, you got to pay them a lot of money. You may not ever win anything with those guys. The Niners hope they're not going to be in that situation with Brock Purdy. They hope he can be a franchise guy for a long time with them who can win something. And he, he had his worst game as a pro last week. But I'm looking at the numbers for this Minnesota defense, Dane, and I haven't watched a ton of the Vikings this year, but their second worst in completion percentage, 75% allowed, and their QB rating is 103.3. That's the third worst in the league. Um, they've struggled at home against opposing, opposing QBs. Now two of those were Herbert and Mahomes. But I kind of see this as a get-right game for Purdy after a bad week. What, what have been the issues with the defense coverage pass rush? And are you worried about that too? The Niners attacking them through the air. Yeah, honestly, I, I think you can do whatever you want against this. Defense. <laughs> I, I, I think if the, if the Niners come out and say, we want to run the ball down their throats. Um, I think whether it's Christian McCaffrey in the backfield or Jordan Mason, or I don't even know who else you guys have back there. Um, you'll be able to do it. I think the offensive line will be able to move the Vikings defensive line backwards enough to, to if that's the game plan that Kyle Shanahan employs, it'll work. Um, we saw it earlier this year when the Vikings played the Philadelphia Eagles 
anecdotally, it was just one drive, but over the course of the game, I think they rushed for over 200 yards, but anecdotally, they just lined up. They ran the same play like 11 times in a row and they just gained six, seven, eight, all the way down, scored a touchdown. (laughs) Um, So if the Niners want to do that, I think they'll be able to do that. If the Niners want to rebuild Brock Purdy's confidence a little bit, I think they'll be able to do that too, because I, I think the secondary lacks, at least at the cornerback position, it certainly lacks experience. I think there's guys that are starting to come into their own, um, but their best cornerback's Byron Murphy. And he's being asked to play inside. He's being asked to play outside. He got torched by Keenan Allen um, three weeks ago. Uh, it's a tough ask um, following that guy all around the field. Um, mm-hmm. But Byron Murphy, I think he's being asked to kind of punch a little bit above his weight class as far as being that shutdown corner. Um, the Vikings are going to blitz the heck out of the Niners this weekend. I'd be surprised if they didn't. If you just look at their blitz rate, um, they send it like way more than anyone in the league, or at least rush five um, or more. They do that more than anyone in the league. Um, I think they do that a lot though, because of their inexperience at secondary um, the thought process being if we can speed the other quarterback up, um, we, at least we won't give up a big play. Um, but I, I think if, having watched at least some Brock Purdy, if they're sending blitzes, he's going to find the hot guy and, and, and he's just going to move the ball upfield. So long-winded way of saying I, I, I'd be shocked if, if, if this wasn't a get right game for, for San Francisco in the offense, um, just based on what we've seen out of Minnesota so far. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And with Justin Jefferson not available, flip to the other side of the ball. You know, I know they won against Chicago last week. Chicago hasn't been known as as much of a defensive powerhouse, uh, which is odd because they have a defensive head coach. It's kind of like, hey, what what would you say you do here? But where do you feel like uh, you can see this Vikings offense finding success against this 49ers defense? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> um, I don't think, I don't think it'll be running the ball. Um, they actually, their offensive line is graded out quite well this year. I think PFF has them as like the number one ranked pass or run blocking number three ranked run blocking. Um, I think that's largely because they have a left tackle, Christian Darius on a right tackle, Brian O'Neill, who are two of the best at their positions. I think interior, um, the Vikings continue to kind of struggle. And that's why I don't see them getting a huge push and being able to run the ball with consistency against just a behemoth 49ers front seven. Uh, they haven't been able to b- run the ball with much consistency this year. There's been good games here and there. I think their best bet is just trying to at least get the ball out quick to guys like TJ Hawkinson. Jordan Addison has been mm-hmm. someone who's been very impressive this year, but I, I say I don't know, and I say that a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but we saw what this offense looked like last week without Justin Jefferson. First game he's missed in his career, um, and the Vikings couldn't move the ball against the Chicago Bears. They, they, they really struggled to move the ball against that defense, which, to your point, 
is not a very good defense. Now, I just I find it hard to believe they're going to be able to move the ball against arguably the best defense in the league. Um, a lot of what this Vikings offense does is hinged on the amount of gravity and magnetism that Justin Jefferson has. Um, when it's not there, I think they just become a heck of a lot easier to defend. Dean, it's not even Halloween and you're already beat down, my man. You're like, <laughs> there's like no hope in Minnesota right now. All right, last question before we let you go. I was going to ask you prediction, but I, I, based on what you, you are telling us right now, I don't think there's any way you're going to not say Niners. So I'll ask you this for the last question. Kevin O'Connell last year came in and by all, you know, he did a good job from whatever he said. Mm-hmm. He won 13 games, did really well. Do you think he's still the guy long-term for this team? And do you not see the issues right now as sort of falling on him? Or where are you on him? I absolutely do. I think he's the right guy for the team. Um, I think they bought into everything. He's kind of come in, you know, with the idea of how to build the team. I think the culture stuff, I think it can fall on deaf ears if it's fake. And I don't think it does because I think it is real. I think he's kind of all about, Mm -hmm. you know, the way he says. Um, and, And I think overall, just the way the league's trended um, having an offensive minded head coach isn't a bad idea. I think it's a good marriage with Brian Flores coming in and running that defense. Um, and Kevin O'Connell basically just saying that's yours. Um, you know, it's me and you together. Uh, but I, I'm not concerned. There are fans certainly in Minnesota that are, you know, pushing the panic button is Kevin yeah. O'Connell, the guy for the future. Uh, I think it's going to be fine here. I think when they start to, at least push forward into what this could look like with a new quarterback under center. Um, I think he's the guy, a, a type of coach that you want kind of tutoring and bringing a young quarterback along. Um, I think there's a chance that this team could turn the corner. The, the, the schedule does soften up a bit. I, I just feel pretty doom and gloom about this game in particular, because I just, I don't see how it could happen. Um, but I, I, I don't think this team's going to completely free fall, be in the running for Caleb Williams, Drake May. I think they're mm-hmm. too good for that. Um, I think Kevin O'Connell is frankly too good of a coach to let that happen. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I think he's the guy long-term in Minnesota. Um, I think this is just kind of a, an example of you're really overachieved in year one um, and, and you're kind of paying for it by proxy in year two. Dane, I got to let you know, there are fans in San Francisco that wonder if Kyle Shanahan is the long-term answer at coach. So every fan base, every fan base has those guys that you're like, nah, what are we doing here? 